Talking rugby, telling stories, rugby picker. Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Who cares? Who knows? Why bother? Welcome back to Rugby Pick'em. I'm BT. I'm a bit nervous to be solo on the mic today. Never done a solo podcast before. Kind of feels like you're talking to a wall. I'm usually lucky enough to have Rugby Pick'em legends like Uncle Johnny and Tommy No Picks in studio. Primarily because we kind of believe that in order to make a podcast pop, you need someone in that room to have that banter with, to have the energy with. But today I'm talking about something that's pretty personal to me, and I figure if you're ever going to go solo, this is a good time to do it. So just want to catch everybody up on where I am right now in my life. have definitely taken some calculated risks in the past month. I think as you get older and you get more confident in yourself, you start backing yourself more. These things come a bit easier. But left my full-time job. Um, had always worked full-time in various business-related things and done my rugby on the side, my coaching on the side, rugby hustle, all that was side work. And at this point in my life, I'm, I'm going all in on rugby. And, and I'm also trying to become cash flow positive at the same time. So feeling grateful for the opportunities laid in front of me. Grateful, that's a word I've been poaching from the Ice Project podcast. Great podcast, check it out. But things are, are rolling my way. Um, I feel like every time I, I do take a risk and put myself out there, good things are, are falling back to me in spades. Um, so what I want to get into today is a program that we have launched. I say we because there's a lot of people in my corner and on my team that have helped make this a reality. Um, but I made an investment. I bought a house, a property. Uh, with the intention of turning it cash flow positive, obviously, to pay myself for my living expenses, but also to create new opportunities for players. The program is called Rugby Rent Scholarships, and it probably started as an idea in my head maybe four to five years ago. was lucky enough to do a little bit of traveling and, and try and play a little footy abroad, but I always found it was tough that if you reached out to a club and they're like wanting you to come and play, um, unless you're popping off the paper with pedigree and you know professional history as a rugby player, no one would really stand up for you on, on the housing front. You know, they'd say, "Okay, get come to town. We'll help you get a job, but you got to sort yourself for housing." And a lot of us also know that the housing market itself in most major cities is becoming astronomically expensive. So I knew there was this gap in the market for relatively inexpensive housing for rugby players who wanted to get to town, show their mettle, show their worth, get out on the field. So I've created a program where young men, let's say ages 20 to 25, um, can come to Denver, live in this house for a discounted rent. Um, and all I'm asking for in return is that they follow the core pillars of our program. And those cool core pillars are one, play rugby, two, develop career skills, three, volunteer in the community, and fourth and most importantly, accept and be open to mentorship. So I'll break down all the four core pillars. One, the play rugby part. That one's pretty simple. I think guys who have reached out and applied 
obviously did so because they are looking to pursue rugby. They want to potentially take the next step up, say from a small local club in a small Midwest town to land here in Denver, raise their level of playing and get more exposure with that. I'm not asking guys to play through injury or play against their will, but the idea is that if you're here and you're using the housing scholarship, you're playing with the Denver Barbarians and and you're out there competing every week to make that 23. The second core pillar, develop career skills. This one's super important to me because I see a lot of rugby players on the path of chasing professionalism at all costs, right? And for the few people out there who are good enough to become professional rugby players, go for it. You know, chase every single tryout, camp, play at the highest possible level, get to the MLR as fast as possible. I back you on that. However, you should be developing career skills all the time because everybody knows your playing career is not going to be indefinite. It will always come to an end. It's a fact of life. And when you're done playing rugby at a professional level, you got to make money to continue on with your life. So it's really important to me that as rugby players pursue the highest level, they have to be developing career skills. So one of the requirements is for the players to get here to town and I'm happy to help sit with them and be their guidance counselor, but I want them applying to full-time jobs. I want them hopefully working full-time jobs as quickly as possible so that they can get that income stream going. They can build their resume and develop those skills. So that is the second core pillar is developing career skills. The third one, which is pretty basic and straightforward, is volunteer in the community. Now, the Denver Barbarians have always had people who are very eager to go out and help in the community, um, whether it's rugby-related and coaching at the grassroots level or just getting out to the local soup kitchen and serving meals to the less fortunate. Volunteering in the community will be a requirement in order to get the Rugby Rent Scholarships discount when it comes to living. Now, volunteering in the community, I would say that's the most important to me, not just because it's it's the way of giving back, but if most people look back on their life, they'll probably be open to the idea that there's a sort of karmic investment, right? You do shitty things, shitty things are gonna come back at you. You beg, borrow, cheat, and steal people. Eventually, people aren't gonna trust you. So. This to me is an investment in your positive karma. If people haven't gone out and volunteered before, it's also a pretty good feeling once you do it. It's something where you're not expecting an immediate payoff. You're just doing it because it's the right thing to do and because you want to do it. But I truly believe that that is a karmic investment. If you go out and you do good things in the community, the community is gonna spit back good things at you. I want those young players to really, really dig in and ask what they can do for their community. And if they see a new opportunity that's being underserved, jump on top of that because volunteering in the community is a requirement for the Rugby Rent Scholarship. And last of the core pillars and what I think is probably the most worthwhile for the players would be mentorship. I've been lucky enough to play here in Denver for about 10 years now, built some amazing, great relationships with people in town um, and now I'm looking to leverage those right I want each new player that comes here through the rugby rent scholarship to be paired with specific mentors who are just meant to meet up with them have a meal have a beer see how they're doing and 
get them plugged into what's going on here in Denver. The hardest thing I think when you move is that original sense of missing home and missing your friend group and having that security blanket that is all of a sudden gone, right? So in the first couple of weeks and first couple of months, my job will be to partner to these guys with some older players and with some old boys too. And just ask them to go out, get a beer, hang out. You know, hopefully that will matriculate into a full-blown friendship. In my 20s, I was smart to know that, hey, there's a lot of older guys on this team who are smart, who are really successful in their career, and I gravitated towards them. You know, I always wanted to hang out with the older guys and, and pick their brain about what they're doing right in life. And that's the idea here as well. You know, not every single mentor-mentee relationship is gonna stick. But I feel like if I partner the guys with enough people, um, it'll start as a mentorship and then it'll just kind of roll into friendship. And they'll be meeting because they want to meet, not because they signed up to mentor young kids. As we get older, I mean, you really need people on your side and in your camp in life to look out for you, just someone to bounce ideas off of. That's all I'm really trying to set up here are these long-term relationships between older players and younger players who have just gotten into town. And quite frankly, even though I know the younger players are the ones that stand to gain a lot, um, we've all seen what's happened in COVID. It's probably turned a lot of people who were outgoing and in the community into more of a homebody um, and this is my way of kind of trying to push people back out into the community meet with people go to restaurants go to the bar get a beer with the mentee and just talk to them you can start as just a, a shrink and just listen to their problems but eventually i think that should be a two-way conversation and good mentorship comes from having trust and allowing people to deliver what their problems are to you without feeling judged or persecuted um, and using your experience and, and your life as uh, a platform where they can understand some of the hurdles that they're going to go through and work on those hurdles. So the mentorship for me is, is the most important and what I think will be the most worthwhile for the guys. But what I'm offering is a safe, secure home for a very, very affordable price. And like I said, I want these guys to play rugby, develop career skills, volunteer in the community, accept the mentorship, um, and simply leave the house in a better place than when it was when they arrived. I, I really want the people who come into this program to spend a year here and either be absolutely in love with it and want to be a mentor next year for the next round of rugby rent scholarship recipients. But I want them also understanding that this is a building block for their career, for their confidence, for the ability to volunteer in the community and, and find the right places to volunteer. So it's about a holistic kind of full support system for new rugby players here into town. Um, and yeah, we launched a website about a month ago, had about 10 people apply, and I was expecting anywhere from two people to apply to 500 to whatever, right? The power of the internet. Uh, but lucky for me, I had kind of scripted out the process in which I wanted to interview the new players, how we wanted to go about selecting the three that were going to live in the house for the first year. And man, I learned a lot in the interview process. I learned that the rugby world is pretty small. A lot of the references were people that I had already recognized or knew. And my God, if you ever do interviewing in your life, call the references. Because when people interview, 
you know, they're nervous. They don't want to sell themselves too short or boast and sell themselves like a bit too far. And I feel like a lot of the times you can really cut through the bullshit if you call a reference and you cut to it and be like, what's this guy's character like? What's been your experiences? So I relied heavily on those reference calls, um, but did a short little five minute call just to see if what I was offering was what the players were looking for. Then we set up a longer 30 to 40 minute interview where all the players answered the same questions. Um, and then I went chipping away at those reference calls. Sometimes I'd call just one. Sometimes I'd call three or four people just looking to see if the person who I talked on the phone does have that high character that we're looking for in this program. And yeah, we got the first three guys headed to town. One's already here, already in the house playing rugby. He's already volunteered to coach um, fall sevens for a high school team and he's already gotten himself a job here as a bookkeeper you know for a small company here in Denver so I'm very happy with where that's at there's two more guys inbound and yeah I just want them to jump on the field compete for a jersey and really take this entire opportunity full steam ahead we'll hold off on revealing who these individuals are as the fall progresses because I want them to just concentrate on succeeding and I need to learn as the facilitator of this program what my role is. I think for the first month I'm going to be heavily involved with those players, meeting with them multiple times a week, helping them on the job front. Um, them earning income is, is very important to me, right? Not only does it put money into their pocket, uh, but it sets them into a routine of going to work and prioritizing all the things you have to do outside of work and it's it's hard a lot of the times to start a new job to live in a new place so i know i'm going to be very hands-on with these guys up front i've been partnering them with mentors a lot of the people who i had been working with and and keeping in touch with over covid were like of course i'll be a mentor I, i'd be happy to do it and and now that the time is here they're they're a bit surprised but um i have confidence that the mentorship thing will just take care of itself, right? Especially if these players are over exceeding on the field. Um, and then old boys are coming to the game and ask me, who's that? And I'm saying, he's Bob Smith here from town and you can be his mentor. All you guys got to do is meet and have a beer once a month. And I think that that will take care of itself. But yeah, man, the program's underway. If you would like to read more about it, head to our landing page www.rugbyrentscholarships.com. To wrap up, I asked myself, right, because this is an investment in these players. The, the, the rent discount that I'm giving is, could be argued to be a monetary investment. So I think to myself, what does an investment in a person actually mean? What am I expecting back from these people? How do you value someone as a person and, and what their output is in a rugby club and quite frankly i don't know what that answer is i don't know what value i'm looking to get back i hope that at the end of this fall season i can look back and see all three of these players crack the starting lineup at some point all three of these players are flying in their new job and and enjoying their new life in denver all three have gotten out there volunteered in the community not just on a rugby front but on a humanitarian front as well and lastly, I want these mentorships relations 
to continue on after they've moved out of the house, after they've lit <clears throat> well beyond their time in Denver, however long that may be. Uh, I was looking to build something that would last much longer than me, that if I was a rotting corpse in the ground, this Rugby Rent Scholarship program would continue to serve not just the Denver Barbarians Club, but the rugby community as a whole. Um, and at the same time, um, I get my mortgage paid and I become cash flow positive. We got a storage lot in the back, um, which I'm hoping to get some contracts in and make some nice passive income. But yeah, shout out to the Ice Project. Super, super inspirational guy. Um, he's the one that kind of got in my head a couple of years ago when COVID started. Like, hey, are, are you built to work for someone else your whole life and quite frankly the answer is no and the fear of going back to punch the clock and work for someone else i think is what's gonna keep me on the straight and narrow to make this thing work but yeah whew, 18 minutes gone by like that was nervous to be on the mic alone but glad i did it again conquering fears it's all part of life um but i'm super excited about this program i know there's going to be headaches i know that 21 to 25 year olds can be fuckwits at times and fuck up but i think we picked some really good guys i'm positive that we did and when they get to town we're gonna meet we're gonna talk about what the expectations are and i have no no doubts that they're gonna thrive and we're gonna thrive and the whole rugby community is gonna thrive so thank you for listening again if you're interested go to rugbyrentscholarships.com and most importantly Rugby Rent Scholarships. Never done a solo podcast before. Kind of feels like you're talking to a wall. Feeling grateful for the opportunities laid in front of me. Because there's a lot of people in my corner and on my team that have helped make this a reality. Rugby Pick'em legends like Uncle Johnny and Tommy No Picks. Calculated risks in the past month. People haven't gone out and volunteered before. It's also a pretty good feeling once you do it. You know, I always wanted to hang out with the older guys and, and pick their brain about what they're doing right in life. www.rugbyrentscholarships.com leave the house in a better place than when it was when they arrived. Like I said, I want these guys to play rugby, develop career skills, volunteer in the community, accept the mentorship. I made an investment. So I relied heavily on those reference calls. I need to learn, as the facilitator of this program, what my role is. I think we pick some really good guys. They're going to thrive, and we're going to thrive, and the whole rugby community is going to thrive.
know your role. 